Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, sweet Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined us this morning on the prayer call. We thank you for joining with us. Hallelujah. To sit at the table to eat the breakfast of champions. Amen. I like that song that was just playing, Manifest Yourself. Yes, we want to know God clearly. We want Father God to display his qualities to us, not just what he does, but who he is to us. To know him, hallelujah, as our daddy, Father, thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. You said in all things, give thanks. And we thank you, Father. Thank you this morning for manifesting yourself to us. We sit still this morning to hear from you, God. We sit still, dear God, to hear your Spirit, Father. Hallelujah. We sit still to allow your Spirit to speak through us. Speak, Father, through our devotion leader. Pray through our prayer leader this morning. Yourself, God. None of us, Father, but all of you. Hear through us as we listen clearly what your spirit is saying to the church. We want nothing more, Father, than to please you. Father, we yield to your spirit today. We yield to your spirit and we say, have your way on this call. Work it in us that which is well-pleasing in your sight. For we know when we speak forth that it is you through us, God, your Holy Spirit through us. And that word that we send forth will accomplish what you want it to do in the thing whereto we send it because it is you, Father, your will working through us. Delight yourself, Father. Be glorified, Jesus. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to lead and guide us. In the name of Jesus, have your way. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator this morning. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We bless them in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We bless them in the name of the Lord. Our devotion leader this morning is none other than Minister Cy Four. We say good morning, Cy. Minister Cy, how are you doing today? Okay, we'll come back. 
we might have some technical difficulty there going on. Let's go to our prayer leader. Our prayer leader this morning is Sister Shirley Burke. Sister Shirley, how are you doing today? Good morning, Charlene. I am wonderful, and I praise the Lord for this awesome day. All is well. Yes, yes, yes. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless, we bless together God's holy name. Thank you. Uh, Minister Sai, how you doing, sir? I am blessed, Sister Charlene. How are you today? I am well. Thank you, Father. Blessed and highly favored of the Most High God. Amen. Thank you, sir. Well, we're ready for you for the devotion. I put it in your hands now. Thank you. Well, God bless each and every one of you on the call today, no matter where you're calling from, no matter whatever the time zone is. I just want you to know that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I greet all of you from Maryland, and I want you all to know that Jesus loves you, and so do I. We get a chance to participate in one of the best of times, even though it appears to be the worst of times. It was Charles Dickens who wrote the book a long time ago that talked about this, how it looks to us. But when we go from biblical context, we know that we are in the last days. Today I want to talk to you about a subject matter that really means a lot to the body of Christ, particularly to us who get a chance to be a part of these last days. Um, Let us not be deceived, basically, with what these last days look like. I'm coming from the text today to speak to all of you so that we can understand how important it is that we, we know that in these last days many things are going to come, and it's scriptural that we understand and we can identify those things so that we know how to deal with it. I start off by telling you all a story, and our text today is coming from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 6, but I'm going to focus on verse 1 and then, and then probably hit verses 2, 3, or 4, somewhere there. But the emphasis is to close out, to tell you what it is our responsibility is going to be as children of God, as, as those who have been called into the, the body of Christ and called to go forth and to help preach this gospel to a dying world. I'm reminded of the story of a former pastor who, who turned from the faith and, and he turned from the truth, and that is the truth, the word of God. He was a professor now at USC and, and one who's, who does everything now to, to turn young people away from Christianity. Now, remind you, he was somebody that preached this gospel. He was somebody that loved the Lord or proclaimed or professed the faith that he loved the Lord. He falls away from, from his love for God because of something tragic that happens in his life. And then he falls into the category, as we call today, an apostate. An apostate, that's A-P-O-S-T-A-T-E. An apostate is someone who knows the truth, has all the information about the truth, hear me, 
and is will, willfully turning his back on the truth for his own pursuit. I repeat, an apostate, someone who knows the truth, has all the information about the truth, and willfully turns his back on the truth for his own pursuit. It is rather disturbing to me, and I'm sure most of you, to think that someone who once professed Christ could turn his back on the truth and lead others astray. Now, while apostasy should disturb us, it should not surprise us because the Bible tells us in this text that this is what would happen. When we even get to the book of Revelation, we see it. Paul here is talking a little bit more about that. Now, in this passage that I'm about to read, we will look at what Paul warns us about when it comes to these false teachers who will lead others astray. And we have to have the spirit of the sermon. And I'm going to address and give you all some keys as to how it is we can identify those who are functioning in apostasy, those who are functioning in false um, teaching. And it's all biblical. So here at our church, we believe in teaching the Word of God. We believe that we have to study the Word of God to show ourselves approved. We know that when you work the Word, the Word will work for you. We also decree and declare that we are Word-carrying believers. We're not just carrying a big Bible around talking to people. We are actually the living demonstration of the Word of God in the earth realm as being led by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 1 Timothy chapter 1, from verse 1 to 6, begins by saying this. Now the Spirit, okay, expressly says that in the last times, or in the last days, or the latter days, some will depart from the faith and pay attention to seducing spirits and doctrines of devil and speaking lies in hypocrisy, verse 2, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods which God has created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe, hear me, by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good. That's from Genesis to our current state. Everything created by God is good and not to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Verse 6, our closing text, it says that if you remind your brothers of these things, you will be good ministers of Jesus Christ, nourished by the words of faith and of good doctrine, which you have followed closely. Brothers and sisters today, let's wrap our minds around this. The Bible tells us, in verse 1 alone, now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, these last days where we are today, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Notice here that in this, just this one passage of Scripture, the Holy Spirit clearly speaks to us about false teachers that would arise in our last days. We see them all over the place. When Paul states 
some will depart from the faith here, he's addressing the fact that apostasy will occur. Okay? And it is significant that Paul says that some will depart from the faith. These are not simply those who have rejected the faith, brothers and sisters. Rather, it is referring to those who have professed faith, but not have departed from it. Okay? But now they have departed from it. They profess it, but now they have departed from it. Right? It is rather sobering to think of those within the church who are professing to know Christ, but actually being used by Satan to come against the children of God within the church. This right here also is confirmed and validated in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 to 21, when Paul identifies the works of the flesh. And one thing that is identified in that is that he begins to tell us the workings of the flesh speaks to seducing spirits. It speaks to witchcraft. And these are the things that we find in the church. Not that this is the place I will go deep in, but how it is that we are not deceived is by us being able to properly look at the Word of God. If you're hearing my voice today, let this day be a declaration that you will decree right now. Lord, let no doctrine of the devil be established in my life. Repeat it. Write it down. Let it be a declaration and a decree for your life. Lord, let no doctrine of the devil participate or be established in my life. We also find, for an example, in Matthew 16, 21 to 23, where Satan was attempting to use someone very close to Christ, <laughs> i.e. Peter. But then Jesus says in the, in the ending portion of that passage, when he turns to Peter and he, and he says to Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. It is in that passage of Scripture where we see that even in the midst of those following the Lord, the enemy can come in and try to attack your mind to have you to think contrary to what it is the Word of God says, what proper doctrine says, where the Word is being able to be exercised according to context. Our bishop will always say, when your context is wrong, your conclusion is wrong. Therefore, if we stay within true context of the scripture, we will then know that our life's decision, our, our life direction, the prophetic that is released, will then manifest according to the word of God. Amen? Peter, one of Christ's disciples, vulnerable to the, the Satan's schemes, is found in this text. I go one step further. We also see a validation to this text that in Acts 20 and 30, Paul warns um, that false teachers, right, would arise from within the church. Acts 20 and 30 says, also from amongst yourselves, men will rise up speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Men will rise up, hear me, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after themselves. Now, in closing, how do we keep diligently strong 
and connected in the faith. Are we just coming to church as a routine? Are we just coming and hearing the word of God and not being true doers of the word of God? Are we just Sunday Christians, midweek service Christians, Saturday morning prayer people because we never made our way to Bible study or we didn't come on Sunday? I'm speaking to you from a place whereby we are in the last days where we cannot take this work of the kingdom um, gradually. We cannot take this work of the kingdom for granted. We cannot minimize that which the Lord has spoken concerning us. Our God is an intentional God, and because he's intentional, when we say to him, we give our lives to you, Lord, he is very intentional about the decisions we make to follow him. And if we stay surrendered and rooted and grounded in following him and being applying the word of God, our lives grow. So how do we stay? How do we not be deceived? Number one, we need to be on our guard. The Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman rightfully dividing the word of truth. The Bible says that we should come to our Lord. We should pray. We should understand and not be ignorant concerning spiritual things, being on guard. Amen? The Bible tells us also, number two, that we must be students of the word, not students or followers of men. When you hear the word of God being preached in this house, it is incumbent upon us that you go home and open your Bible and do your due diligence and study the word of God. Your life is changed when you study God's word. Your life is elevated when you apply God's word. Because if you are here to experience the new destiny for which we've been called to, it is imperative that you grow through the word of God. Number three, we need to be committed to sound teaching of God's word and be aware. Hear me. Be aware means to be someone that has a spirit of discernment. You need to be discerning in everything you do, even in the church. And you need to be discerning as you would as you divide the word of truth. So that when somebody is preaching scriptures to you, you understand that what the scripture is saying is truth. Amen? So, so those are three key things. Now, as we come to being aware of false teachers... Let us open our eyes to the hypocrisy and heresy that is being preached across pulpits all over the world. Be students of the word. Study your word. Don't be led or be tossed to and fro. As you do that, you will be double-minded. And the Bible tells us, if we are double-minded, let not that man or woman think that they can ask God for anything and they receive it. So today I pray over you that the spirit of deception will be far from you, that you will not be deceived by the works and the flowery words of men, but you will be rooted and grounded in sound doctrine, being not just hearers of the word, but appliers and doers of the word, and actually studying God's word to show yourself a proof unto God. This is my prayer for you, and God bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 That was an awesome word, Minister Sai. Thank you. Let now let no doctrine of the devil be established or participate 
in my life. I hope you guys wrote that down as your declaration. I know I did. Let no doctrine of the devil be established or participate in my life. And let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Minister Sai gave us very sound texts there. And may we, stay, may we stay within true context of the scripture. Amen? We have to be intentional about the decision we make to follow God. Thank you. Thank you for those instructions by the Spirit of God. And I declare that you're, the people of God will heed. We will heed in Jesus' name. Now, saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe in faith as Sister Shirley leads us in prayer for any prayer requests that have been received. Sister Shirley, we're ready for you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Minister Sai, for that word. It's worth repeating and holding on to and going back over, over, and over again. And I say, Father God, let no doctrine of the devil be established in my life, Lord God. And I pray that over all people as he has already prayed, Lord God. Father, we thank you this morning for your holiness, Lord God. Hallelujah. And as we come boldly to the throne of grace, hallelujah, Lord God, we extol your matchless name and declare you are our God. And early in the morning will we seek your face, thanking you for every opportunity and possibility you have given us this day. Our souls thirst for you, Father, and our whole being longs for you in this wicked world. So we seek you in the sanctuary in unity, crying out for your power and glory to be manifested in the earth. Because your loving kindness is better than life, we will praise you. We will bless you while we live and declare your name and greatness to all that will hear. Father, we lift our hands in adoration of your name, and our souls will be satisfied with the abundance of your mercy and grace, and our mouths will praise you with a joyful heart of thanksgiving. Father God, as we stand in your presence this morning, we repent, hallelujah, over every sinful thing we have watched with our eyes, heard with our ears, spoke from our mouths, and embraced in our spirits along with every motive and deed that went against your word and the very nature of you in us. Father, with grateful hearts, we thank you for receiving our repentance this morning, for violating your will and your way in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for pardoning and accepting us this morning, not for comfort, but for the complete cleansing we desire, and for washing away all sin and iniquity from our lives. For this, we give you praise. Father, we thank you not just for pardoning, but for purity, not just for acquittal, but for acceptance. For our hearts were crushed by shame and sorrow over our sins, and you have shown us the great breath of your mercy, because your word declares in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we thank you this morning for purging our hearts so we are made new again to stand in your presence with pure hearts and clean hands. Hallelujah. Father, we ask for your choicest gifts of joy, restoration, your presence in our lives, O oh God, and the Holy Spirit that leads and guides us according to your will and purpose. We give you praise. We thank you for obedient hearts as we humble ourselves this morning, and we say use us as instruments of love in your kingdom. In the name of Jesus, for this we give you praise, on and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. We receive no special prayer requests for today. So, Father, I come thanking you for saving those that came to the altar on this past Sunday as they surrendered to the drawing of the Holy Spirit and gave their hearts to Christ. May the word they heard with their ears and believe in their hearts grow deep roots to keep them coming back to you for more of your word and to be in your presence, O oh God. 
Father, Matthew 24, 4-5 tells us to take heed that no one deceives us in these last days. For many will come in Jesus' name, saying they are Christ, and shall deceive many. But, Father, we're asking for every believer to stand in faith with confidence in you, the God of our salvation. And we stand on behalf of every new believer and cover them with the word of God in faith, believing they will not be deceived by those that will try and take them out of their, hallelujah, hallelujah, their place in you, Lord God. Father, we thank you for mature, spirit-filled believers to walk with the new believers in Christ and encourage them with godly counsel and helping hands. We pray over their hearts, minds, and spirits so they are not led astray by the tricks of the enemy to chase after the fame, riches, and ungodly things they see in this world, but seek your face to know your will and purpose for their lives. Father, let the light in them shine as they reach out to their family and friends to share the good news of receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Father, shield them from the naysayers and anything and anyone that would try and discourage them in their faith. May they be drawn to their knees by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, to nurture their new relationship in Christ and learn to love the word that is a light to their feet and a lamp unto their pathway. May they believe and receive every promise you have given in your word to help them grow in faith and wisdom. Father, the gift of the Holy Spirit is for every believer with the evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. And we pray they will seek your face and ask you for the gift of tongues so they can be built up in their most holy faith. With an understanding, tongues is a weapon against the enemy that will try and rob them of your blessings and everything that is available to them in their salvation package. Father, we ask you to order their steps in your word as they attend discipleship classes and open their understanding of the word with wisdom and revelation. May their desire be for you and you alone as they ask questions and embrace the truth of your word. Father, give them an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying and a genuine desire for your will over their will in the name of Jesus, I pray. Father God, give each new believer at New Destiny and in the universal body of Christ the patience to trust your word and embrace the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit and the desire to have them working in their lives, O oh God. Father, give them wisdom and understanding about putting on the whole armor of God daily that is godly protection and instruction against the evil one that comes seeking those he may devour. May they learn how to use their sword, which is the word of God, against the lies and falsehood that the devil would try and use against them in Jesus' name. Father, let every challenge they face in their newfound faith help them to draw closer to you with the confidence in knowing you will never leave them, nor will you ever forsake them, no matter the situations or circumstances they face. Father, thank you for hearing our prayer today for the believers in Christ Jesus and for every unspoken request. Father, we know you are aware of everything we did not ask and trust your sovereign will over our will for everything we have asked today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we agree here on earth as touching so we know that the petitions that Sister Shirley has asked on behalf of us and the people of God shall be done in the name of Jesus. Minister Sai, we want to quickly swing back to you to ask if you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning. Amen, amen. I just want to keep you all encouraged. Um, more than anything, prayer is our foundational weapon as we come into a season where we are contending with enemies and demonic forces that we cannot see. But we do know that these are spiritual things, and we will not be ignorant concerning spiritual things. Last but not least, study your word. Read your Bible. Read your Bible 
read your Bible. It's almost like the three location, location in real estate. But reading our Bibles is what's going to help us. Studying the Word of God, grabbing good teaching, which we have already available to us in the house to our bishop and those that get the chance to mount that book board by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I just want to charge you all to, to stand strong in the Word, be bold, and continue to go out there and impact lives. The last scripture uh, um, that is part of this text is the last verse, verse number six. And it says here to us that if you remind the brothers of these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished by the words of faith and of good doctrine, which you have followed closely. Let people, when they talk to you and see your life, they see the word of God permeating from you. That's my final encouragement for you today. And let's go out there and make a difference and make an impact in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Minister Sai. We appreciate and love and honor our bishop and first lady. We want to bless them again. We bless them again in the name of the Lord. I want to remind you all to please send in your prayer requests. Send them in to www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Scroll down to prayer requests and enter your request. We love to pray. We are called to pray. The Word of God says to pray ye one for another that ye may be healed and to pray without ceasing. And we are intentional in our commitment to the Lord to pray. So send in your prayer request on behalf of Bishop Smith, Lady Adrian, Minister Sai, Sister Shirley, and our entire New Destiny family, we thank you. And we invite you to invite others to the prayer call Tuesday through Thursday, 5 a.m. And Saturdays, we meet on campus. We also do live streaming, but we meet on campus. This Saturday, we will be at the Pittsburgh location. Amen? Let's go before Father God together once again before we close out the call. Father, I bless your people And I thank you, God. Thank you for your word this morning by your spirit through minister side. Father, I pray, dear God, that you bless minister side and you bless Sister Shirley, Father, for giving unto you first and foremost by giving unto your people. Father, I pray, dear God, that you strengthen each caller by the power of your Holy Spirit to live in truth. And Jesus, you said that you are the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes into the Father but through you. Father, remind your people daily that we are hidden in Christ who is hidden in you. I declare that no doctrine of the devil will be established or participate in our lives in the name of Jesus. 
I declare and decree Hebrews 10 and 23 that we will hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For you, Father, are faithful that promised. I decree and declare Second Timothy 2 and 15 that we will study to show ourselves approved unto you, Abba, unto you as workmen that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I declare, as Minister Sai said this morning, that we will discern. We will be discerning as we divide the word of truth to understand what is being preached and taught to us, to know the truth, to know what is sound doctrine by your Holy Ghost. I declare that your people, that we will be intentional in our walk. We will be confident that we are intentional. We are confident in our walk, Daddy. Hallelujah. Father, cover every mind that is represented here on this, on this call. I declare that their minds, that our minds are renewed daily by the power of your Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I declare we are on guard, that we are students of your word, Father, and not followers of men. We will not follow our own admonitions, but we will follow after Christ. Hallelujah. We will not lean to our own understanding. But in all our ways, we will acknowledge you, Father. We will acknowledge you, your word, your way. I declare that we are committed to sound teaching, and we are discerning, discerning by the Spirit, your Holy Ghost, to divide, hallelujah, to rightly divide, rightly divide, your word of truth. Help us to understand, Father. Help us, I pray, God. Help us that we are not deceived, but that we live holy, godly, sound lives before you, Father, and before men, that men may see your good works. And glorify you, Father. Glorify you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the truth prevail. The truth prevail. I declare Jesus prevails. Hallelujah. Father, we seal every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit of promise this morning. I declare no backlash, no retaliation in Jesus' name. I declare Isaiah 54 and 17. I decree it, and I declare no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And our righteousness is of you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Sister Kemma, please open the lines for the saints to pray together. 